everyone. You are now listening to All Things 30. This is Bam. And this is Gigi. And we are excited you've tuned back in. Hopefully you have subscribed, shared with your friends. We have a sponsor. Not a paid sponsor yet, so we're going <laughs> to wait on that one. Um, some numbers, see what that looks like. <laughs> going to find out what our net worth is and how much we're going to charge. <laughs> I do want to say big shout out to Champ, DJ Champ, that beat that you yes. made before and after our podcast he made for us because that's the family. So big shout out to him for doing that. Eat it up, Champ. So cutest story ever today i was in line at chick-fil-a this morning getting my boss breakfast of course not myself but i pulled up to the cashier and gave lady my card she was like oh the guy in front of you paid for yours Uh i was like that is so nice so of course being the good samaritan that i am i paid for the person behind me my mom always called it pay it forward that's what you're supposed to do right yeah you're definitely supposed to pay it forward and buy somebody else's was it nerve-wracking i don't think it was nerve-wracking at all it made me so happy on the inside because a i was already geeked about the other stranger buying my food so and it wasn't was even like, your food. No, yeah, it wasn't even my food, but my total was 283. Also, I want to say big shout out to my girl Chick-fil-A telling me that. So mine was 283. The person behind me was six something, but she told me that before she allowed me to pay for it. Uh, so I thought that yeah. was nice to give me the opportunity. That's uh, helpful too, because then you're not paying for a family of six. I mean, honestly, in that situation, I probably still would have just because I can't be the jackass to like break the chain. And I've seen people post on Facebook. People ask, did you pay it forward? They're always like, what? And that blows my mind. But honestly, I think there are some people who just maybe were never taught that. So yeah, because that's once definitely you get to a certain training. age, though, I feel like in most social situations and surroundings, you at some point have encountered the pay it forward. I mean, I hope so. Or you should be around yeah. people. Yeah, agree. I went through a drive-thru at Starbucks one time and the gentleman working was telling us this is the 17th person to pay it forward. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, so he was making it a lot easier. I don't even know how long the line went or how many people he got, but of course they don't give you that disclaimer that you're supposed to pay it forward, but I mean, that's kind of, yeah. I mean, Starbucks is a bit tricky because listen, (laughs) you you get in front of a family of five at Starbucks, (laughs) and that's a check that's a pair of shoes but no and honestly think how cool it would be to beat the barista taking the orders like you're number 18 that would be cool (laughs) until the one person's like thank you have a good day and i'm like "Eh, honestly you know me i'm gonna be like oh you're not gonna pay it forward okay okay Okay, well bless you anyway suit yourself (laughs) bless your heart ma'am suit yourself it's easy to give back right now in the holiday season i mean everybody yes i i think so as well i usually do the 24 days of giving i think i found it online actually but it's just 24 days of doing something thing for somebody else so I've done things like when I was in school I posted cash on the vending machine for somebody to get snack I bought flowers for people at Trader Joe's one old man cried which was awkward but a blessing nice he said that was the first time he had ever gotten flowers oh my goodness I probably would have cried too maybe a little probably not we know I did yeah (laughs) of course you did just doing something different for somebody else besides yourself there's so many different ways you can give back if you don't have the money you can give your time Especially, like you said, especially right now with it being the holiday season. I'll be honest, when I worked at the job that I had prior to the one that I have now, every year, just as company, we always went and rang the bell for the Salvation Army. The very first year, I was super tight about it. Because 
it was freeze. I'm just going to be honest. It was freezing. It was something they made me feel mandatory about. But being out there, I genuinely enjoyed it. Other than the weather. I was going to say, I always feel so bad for them because it's so cold. It's so cold. But we only did it, I think, in two-hour shifts. So it wasn't bad. But, but I mean, think about Atlanta, but think about Indiana. Oh, yeah. I haven't ever signed up for that. I guess if I had a group to do it, I would probably. But Yeah, but no, that's the point I was making is I started to look forward to it. Yeah. yeah because like you said, it doesn't cost money. You I mean, can get together with a group of friends, sponsor a family. You can donate your time at local homeless shelters or food banks, especially right now. Donate coats or meals. Definitely the season for giving. Absolutely. And you just reminded me, a woman at my job actually spoke to me about sponsoring a family. And I absolutely want to do that, especially just because I'm an only child. It's just me and my mom. We're past the point of let's buy each other tons of presents for Christmas. I would love to take my present money and sponsor yeah, a family. Well, one of my friends sponsors a family every year, but she's rich. <laughs> <laughs> so, it would be a group of us, though. Hopefully, I was going to say, I'd need a group effort yeah, with mine. So for sure. anybody's listening and wants to go in with me, <laughs> I love giving back, but a family of four, you know? Yeah, unless everybody wants a pack of t-shirts, I need help. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? Because I'm going to show love, but I can't show love, love. I ain't got them like that. <laughs> Spread it around to everybody. Because I won't even say do it to feel better. Because yes, it's rewarded, but also it makes such an impact, man. Not even necessarily giving back to people that are in need, but you'd be so surprised how many people around the holidays just want people to talk to them or spend time with them. Or... Right. Especially people you know that have lost family members or loved ones in this holiday season. Absolutely. It's always a, a blessing to have somebody to check on you or just to wish you a happy holiday. Invite people into your home. Uh, yeah, People you know. I've seen some really cool things though on Facebook. There was a grandma that texts a man. Oh, I saw that too. I saw that too. Yes. They just spent their fourth Thanksgiving sure together. But also, I mean, invite people into your home if it's a safe situation. Don't. Yeah. That's not. Don't stranger, stranger danger. danger yeah, on stranger danger. And giving back is so much more fulfilling than you think. So not even just the holiday season, year round. You guys have your hashtag coming up too. We do, 15th of December. We really tried to focus on coats and some clothes. It's cold. Even here in Georgia, it's getting cold. And it's always nice because for as far as hashtag support goes, the bulk of it comes from my coworkers. I get so many people asking me about it, like wanting to get involved, wanting to bring their kids. I love when people from my job come to it. Most of them are people bringing their kids and people who are genuinely enjoy stuff like that. It's nice to see them in that atmosphere. That's not always the case with coworkers. So I feel very blessed to have a group of people that does want to come in, donate their time, but also they're cool. So you're not dodging them. No, I'm not because listen, <laughs> hanging out with coworkers outside of work is always a loose cannon. You never know. It could get weird. More than likely it's going to in the wrong situation because you don't know that person outside of the office. Yeah, I work in a pretty small work environment. Most of the people that I work with live together as well. So I wouldn't mind seeing them out at all but I have been in previous work environments where then awkward right seeing somebody out or maybe seeing them too intoxicated or they say stuff they probably shouldn't that's weird what do you think about dating in the workplace I don't know that's dicey because a it depends on a couple things the type of workplace you work in the environment the the type of dating you're speaking of if everybody works in a bank and it's 10 stories high heli offices it doesn't really matter if you guys work at the same place you very rarely see each other but if you work in a place like you speak of like how would you feel dating somebody that worked in your office that you had to see every 10 minutes <laughs> I'm way older than any of the guys I work I with I meant hypothetically <laughs> you creep I know you're not a pedophile <laughs> I think that they make rules for that for a reason uh, I 
agree with that. Absolutely. I don't understand people that, and this is just me not understanding them, not judging them, <laughs> how they could work with them, live with them, date them. Yeah, no way. I need all the time, time to myself. No way. Yeah, and maybe that's just because of that. I just need time to myself or even a car ride home by myself. You like, what me? do you mean we have to commute? Can I get a minute? <laughs> yeah. Can I like, get a do minute? Do I just go to the bathroom by myself? Can I get a or... minute? Yeah, I just don't know where you could get that separation. I think personally that people need. I mean, if it works for you, it works for you. My thing is, I don't know about other people's workplace. When I'm at work, I'm nonstop go. That's very different from I would be in a relationship when I would want to be with a significant other it's not that so I wouldn't want to blend the two every now and then I'm not in the best mood at work so I'm not the sweetest I'm not necessarily asking you something I'm not at this point I'm telling you no. <laughs> but I will also say there are some times when it works like if you are already in a relationship and then you go into business together yeah I think there still has to probably be boundaries oh on of that course of course if you're already in a relationship and going to business together those boundaries are preset but yeah they're already yeah. established I could definitely see that I would think that of more of like a partnership probably agree Good i couldn't imagine Good point. dating my boss not really my boss but like, shout out to yeah. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't imagine dating your boss or somebody of authority because i think that would feel yeah like no I, would... it's a no for me dog no there's nothing wrong i love having friends at work i'm honestly i'm at work a lot i would consider most of the people they're like work friends for sure but i wouldn't mind hanging out with most of them outside of work the people that work closely with me yeah because i feel like i'm around them enough i know them enough those are the people that they are. Speaking for my personality, definitely we cannot work together and date each other. No, sir. I, yeah, I think they make those boundaries for, for a reason. reason. Yeah. And I want my, so that, my home life to be my release. I want to come home and let's not talk about work. I think it's nice to have those relationships at work because, again, as an adult in our 30s, we're at work a lot. Right. A lot. How do you feel about pets in the workplace? I can see it both ways. My boss has a dog, but he works out of Chicago, so that dog's not in our office very mm -hmm. much. I love dogs, so I love when he brings him. I could see how people would frown upon it because of allergies, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes or, sense. I know that they have a thing where you can contact the Humane Society, and they will bring puppies into your work. And yeah, they talk about, I feel like I've seen that from around. Yeah, I would definitely <laughs> puppies any day to work. My boss's dog loves me only because I bribe him with treats. Of course you and do. just nobody else knows. Of course you do. So I may or may not pass a chip underneath my desk, and he sits there like a good boy, and we have a great day. I'm not I mean, I wish I could bring my dog to work every day. No, Stylo doesn't know how to act at home, let alone in the office. Whoa. I'm just saying he's cute, but. You haven't heard of peep at this, He's asleep. <laughs> he is I asleep. Know. <laughs> I love dogs. I love dogs. Shout out to all service animals. I love the idea of a service animal. They're, I know animals are smart, obviously, but when they're trained yeah, in those commands and all of that, I just love it. So we have a patient in my office. I work at a medical office. This patient will remain nameless for many reasons, uh, HIPAA laws being one of them. I will say, <laughs> this woman has been to the office multiple times for multiple reasons under multiple names. I didn't stutter. I said under, Wait. yes, under multiple names. She's came in with at least two or three different AKAs for reasons that will remain nameless. Again, HIPAA laws being one of them. Does she have a different license and stuff? Obviously, sis. What do you mean? <laughs> different insurance cards? Who knows? Probably same carrier. You're asking too many questions. HIPAA. <laughs> Listen, so she's honestly, all together, she's been to the office 10 to 12 times. This last time, she's got a, I'm trying to clean up my language. She brings a quote-unquote service animal with her. This quote-unquote service animal just also happens to be a huge, smelly, German Shepherd, whom I've never seen before, might I add you? Never. <laughs> but she's got a service animal, and when asked for registration, she's got a printout where she went online and typed in Sparky 
and now he's a registered service animal. So there's that. Because <laughs> you can do yeah. that now. Well, there's clue number one. Clue number two. This dog isn't a, a very well-trained regular pet, let alone a service animal. <laughs> it can't sit down. It's not paying no attention. So then they take it back. The service animal has to go back for the appointment with her. This dog, A, almost attacks one of my MAs, like lunged at her. Hint number two, it's not a service animal. And then... <laughs> was standing outside the door whining just saying i heard it all the way in my office what is going on so i come out and i'm you're like is there a dog in here seriously i'm like what is is that an animal and i hear his big ferocious <laughs> it's a german shepherd again i will give 20 dollars to somebody who can tell me when they've heard a trained service animal bark more than once if their owner wasn't like in extreme distress yeah i've Thank never you. i've never heard of that amber <laughs> because they're well-behaved. I mean, no, literally... well-behaved is not the words you're looking for, but it is trained. So, <laughs> me being who I am, the second she left the office, I'm in HR's office. Listen, we need some kind of signage posted. Something needs to happen. She's like, well, by law, if she has registration, we have to let her bring it in. I said, yeah, unless we have a sign posted prior to stating the dog needs to be trained, licensed, and certified. <laughs> Or they're not going to be on the cup in here because we're not doing it. We're not. And he dunk. And luckily, this was a 90-pound German Shepherd. She's got her six-year-old grandbaby pulling the dog. Good. That looks safe. Yeah, that looks a little safe. That's safe. I've never walked past a service dog and it not even paid attention to me. I always want to, like, pet them. The thing is, that's how it happens. Then we had footage in the parking garage. He lunged at somebody else in the parking garage with the little baby holding him. It was a bring your pet to your appointment day and you guys just did it. The problem was, everybody else didn't seem to have an issue with it. I was in an uproar. (laughs) I was fuming. The clinic smelt like dog. Get it out. And listen, again, I say, I love dogs. I love dogs. But that was an, a, an aggressive dog. Again, not even a good pet. You yeah. want to pull the German Shepherd wool over my eyes talking about service animals. Not today, <laughs> Charlie Brown. Not today. I'm not going. We deal with that a lot, too, because I work for a fraternity. There's always that one case of the kid that wants to bring its service dog into the house, which is cool if it's really a service dog. But now since you can get anything and everything registered. Here's my thing. I'll because just say this one time. everyone is dealing with anxiety Yeah, but and I'll depression. tell you one thing. If you're dealing with anxiety and depression, a fraternity is not for you. So nobody in a fraternity should need any emotional distress. In- That's what your frat brothers are for. Lean on their shoulder. You don't need a puppy. Quit. <laughs> Quit it. I'm just saying. Just, just lean I'm on just your saying, talk to your frat bros about it. You don't need a dog. You know, boys will be boys. Yeah. It's like, I hate that. I'm just joking. Yeah, no. <laughs> Feel your feelings. Talk to your bros about it. And you guys, talk it out. Don't, you don't need a dog. Yeah. Talk about it over a yeah. beer. Yeah. Do a keg stand and chat about it. You'll be fine. <laughs> I'm kidding, guys. I honestly love keg stands myself, so. You have never done a keg stand. Bible? I really don't think I have. I might have <laughs> attempted once before years ago, but I don't think it was successful, you know what I mean? I don't think I, I got can asthma, say that I so. have ever. <laughs> you have asthma. What does that have to do with it? What does asthma have to do Something with it? Something has to do. You've honestly never been a big drinker, though. True. So that doesn't surprise me. I just love how you faked the phone to say you had. I did. That's neither here nor there. We're getting off topic. So that is awkward about that pet, right? But think about if you were that person that had to confront that situation. I would have gladly confronted it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> How would you excuse yourself after that conversation that you had with that person? <laughs> Ma'am, you can't bring your pet in here. And then she would be like, well, I have a registration. Well, you know, your awkward conversation is insert here. And then and then you have to excuse yourself. That's- 
<laughs> that is that. All right. Gotta go. Honestly, everybody listening is welcome because here's the go-to for me because I'm always at work and I'm always busy. So whenever that happens, I'll look down at my phone, get to tapping and walk away. <laughs> this is an email. I gotta take this. You don't have to excuse me. Yeah, that's the best thing. And the best is, is I always, oh, sorry, just real quick. Excuse me. Oop. It's I always hit him with the oop. Little scoop shoulder. Ooh. Gotta take this. Gotta get out of here real quick. See what this is about. I think awkward conversations are one of my favorite things in general, just about life. Things are only awkward if you make them, I think. But if you find yourself in that situation, it is hilarious. If you're on the outside, being able to watch that awkward oh. conversation. See, I don't even have it in my heart to laugh. I feel so horribly awkward inside for them. Think about, <laughs> think about the time that you waved to somebody and the person in front of them waved at you. You were meaning to wave somebody else behind them. Only four million pers- times. Have you ever said, at work sometimes I say I love you when I get off the phone Not oh lot, my obviously. goodness That's but I have said yes I text it sometimes okay love you ah. Ah, can't get that one back <laughs> can't <laughs> unsend that text if only you can unsend text I mean we might have a billion dollar idea on our hands oh uh, don't tell anybody <laughs> You know you can unsend DMs now on Instagram. Agreed. I just heard that recently. Those I didn't know are that. scary. One of my friends told me about that, so I didn't know that you could even do that. Thank God I don't have to go back through mine to you know unsend anything. Unbelievable. But. but awkward conversations are probably my favorite thing. We have a <laughs> group me at my work that is called Guess That Staff Member, and it's usually awkward things that people have said that you hear. I heard one of the older ladies that I work with say, "It won't go in. That's weird." <laughs> And I'm like, what's she talking about? That doesn't sound right. That's weird. Yeah. So I put that in there, but I love awkward conversations. All of my team members, we all have our awkwardness about us that makes our humor the same. Mm -hmm. So at least I'm not the only one laughing. My favorite thing to do is to be very matter of fact. (laughs) There's nothing else you can say. It is what it is. And I just said it. It's actually my favorite thing to do after I say per my last email. And per my last email is corporate for, uh, you heard what the fuck I said. <laughs> Basically. Sorry, excuse my language. But if you've ever received an email that said that, or per my last email also stands for, apparently you can't read. Let me reiterate <laughs> what I just said. I love when people say warm, warm regards. Yes, That's uh, actually my signature tagline. So <laughs> see, I don't really deal with the most friendly people because they're, I mean, I deal with money. So they're, usually not happy so warm regards means you're telling me to go f myself basically well i deal with doctors lawyers paralegals all day so usually so their warm regards is condescending as well absolutely (laughs) you can't do a per my last email please see below these are all passive aggressive no my favorite this one can be utilized both ways because i say it genuinely sometimes do look forward to hearing from you (laughs) if i'm excited and i'm really mean it i put an exclamation point Uh oh but if not it's a period yeah, like, can't wait. Emails can all depend on your, because you can't tell tone behind emails. Right. General counsel at our job, we had a, a careful communication seminar for everybody. And it made good sense because you have no idea someone's tone behind the email. All caps is not acceptable. That's your screaming. <laughs> My coworkers always tell screaming. me to stop screaming at them. I'm all, not really screaming. Well, though. obviously. I think that careful communication is important because you could offend somebody and turn somebody off all by your tone in an email. But I am a big fan of a per your last email still. I agree. I saw an episode. 
episode of a TV show that said that if you really want to offend somebody, call them by the wrong name. Oh my goodness. And I hate that. Especially when their name is in their signature, though. There's no excuse for that. Agree. I get Amanda all the time. I need to start doing it back, probably. Yeah, no problem, Mike. <laughs> Hopefully we can start our week and end it by not using any any per your last email. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at allthings3030 is spelled out. If you guys have any topics or any other future episodes that you think you might want to suggest, please let us know. Also, of course, any constructive criticism is always welcome. Our email is allthings3030 spelled out, T-H-I-R-T-Y at gmail.com. We actually haven't gotten any emails yet, so somebody needs to help us out with that. Who's the inbox up? And we need to give a shout out to our future sponsors. We're going to crunch the numbers again. Thank you for listening to All Things 30. This is Bam. And this is Gigi. Make sure you guys come back and join us for our next episode. Mm-hmm.